<coughs> Good morning, we're starting on the Amud, new Mishnah. Uh, we're coming very, very close to the end of the Perek. Uh, so the Mishnah is like this, So we're still busy discussing situations where a person makes a neder that uh, his friend won't get any hana'ah from him or he won't get any hana'ah from his friend. So he makes a neder before, shmita, before the Shemitah year kicks in. Right. So now, what happens? You make a neder before Shvi'it. Look at Rashi. Before Shvi'it, he made a neder, he wouldn't get it now from a person's, from a person's stuff. So now, on Shmita. So he made a neder before Shmita that I won't get it now from that guy's from that guy. Right, but look what he says. Michaveiro, Hanaa Michaveiro. Full stop. Doesn't specify what. So now, Shmita, the fruits all hefka. So if he's got an orange tree in his garden, so you'd think that on Shmita, not a problem. I can come now. I made a neder from Nakoyana from you, but Shmita stuff is hefka. It's not yours. So why can't I come and get the fruit? Mishnah says, I know you're ready to You can't come into the field. Notot are the fruits that are over the wall. Often you see a guy's got a nice big fruit tree and part of the fruits are growing outside the outside his house. Right? So they're his fruits, they're growing inside. I like it, I think you can pick them, by the way. But <coughs> let's say that... Gezel. A gazelle. If you pick somebody's fruits that are on the, sh- on the, on the Rishuta Rabbim side? I think so. I don't know. No. I don't know. I think you're allowed to pick them. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I said I think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It was allowed. I'm sure. In this Mishnah at the moment, it seems like it's not allowed. Because the Tanakam is saying that even on Shmita, right? Look, look, you can't, you can't take them. Even those that are leaning over the outside, you can't take. Look at Rashi. Now, you made the neder before Shmita. Yeah. And then it says, Now he's speaking about on Shvi'it. Look at Rashi. Okay. Now we're talking about Shvi'it. So you made the neder before the Shmita year. Right? In other words, in the sixth year you made a neder, now comes Shmita. <coughs> so you might have thought, not a problem, now Shmita I can eat. You can't eat it. Not because of the actual fruits, because the fruits are hefka, but because of drisatra, you're getting benefit of walking through this guy's field. You're trampling through his space. And that's Israel Hanas, you can't eat it. But you also have no chelmin and notot. So you might thought, okay, so I can't eat the fruits that are in the garden. What about the fruits that are over the wall? He says, you can't even eat those. Look at Rashi. Now we would have thought these are not a problem. They're over the wall. I have to go into his garden. I can eat them. And they're parrot sweet. So they're definitely hefka. So even if I was wrong when I said at the beginning that maybe I thought you could eat them, these you could definitely because they're hefka. We're seeing a cloud over here that a person can assure something. That belongs to a person and it remains asu to him even when it no longer belongs to that person. 
And this shouldn't be too strange for us, right? Because we know the difference between a neder and a nedava. Discussing that Gemara plenty of times, right? A neder is when you say harei alai, ze alai, harei alai, a cow, I will bring a cow to the Ben Amikdash, or harei ze, the Ben Amikdash. That cow will be for the Ben Amikdash. If that cow dies, do I have to bring another cow in its place? If I said that cow, no. If I said I will bring a cow, then I do have to bring a cow, even if that cow dies. If I make a nedir to bring a cow to the balance of the korban, and I set aside a cow, I go and I buy a cow for 10,000 shekels, a beautiful cow, and I bring it home, and as I get into the house, my schnauzer snaps the cow's neck off, which he would probably want to do, and kills the cow. Because now I've got a beautiful dead cow next to me, and now what do I do? Do I have to bring the cow or not? So if I said, Haray Alai, I will bring a cow to the bed of Mikdash, then yes, I've got to go cough up another whatever much it costs and buy a new cow. But if I said, Haray Zeh, this cow, I'm bringing the Mikdash, and the cow dies, I don't have to. So we can already see, we know halakhically that there are situations where a person takes responsibility over and above. So here is the converse. If I'm assuring something, maybe I'm only assuring it as long as it's yours. Maybe I'm assuring it even if it's not yours. So the Mishnah is saying over here, here, why is it Asur? Because a person can ask for something which isn't even in that person's position any longer. So while it was yours, I didn't want it. And I can even make it asu while it's not yours. Once I said it, I'm not getting hana'a, it would make no difference. We'll see in a moment the machloket between Rav and Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish. And then the Gemara is going to sort of backtrack and come full circle and say it isn't a machloket. Okay, so that was a real spoiler. But look in the Rashi. He says, because we'll come in the Gemara, Adamo said the Vashi Bishoto. Since before the Shemitah, he made a nerd on his friend, doesn't want any hana from his friend's staff. Now in the Shemitah, he still can't get hana, even though it's no longer the friends. But it once was the friends, and he said, I'm not getting hana from your assets, even though they're no longer his, because they're now Shemitah, you're his hefke, belong to the whole world, they still assert to him, that nerd still holds. Okay, that is the first halacha in the Mishnah. Now, Ubeshvi'it, if he made a neder now during the Shemitah year, look at Rashi, Avalim he diro bashvi'it. Right? So, Eino Yored Letoch Sadehu. Now, he made a neder during the Shemitah year. So, now, during the Shemitah year, those fruits on the trees were already not the tree owner's fruits, correct? Because one Shemitah comes in. Anything on the fruit becomes hefka. So when I made the net there, it was already hefka. So now, so I won't get any hana'a from you. So now the Mishnah says, in a case like that, during the Shemitah year, and now I can't go into his fields. Why? Because I'm not going to get hana'a from him. The fruits aren't his. But walking through his fields, even you have a term in Hebrew, you call it zikat hana'a, right? A servitude. What's a servitude? Zikat hana'a. In Hebrew, it's called, I have a path of getting benefit. I am legally allowed to get benefit from your field. That's the legal term. So even though it's Shemitah and the fruits aren't yours, and I might be, might be, maybe I can eat the fruits, I can't walk through your field because I'm getting benefit from your field, from walking through your field using that right of way. Aval, here in a case like this, ochel hu min hanotot. The Bach takes the word natiot. You can eat the fruits that are hanging over the wall. Most fruits you can eat. Why? Look at Rashi. Because they weren't in his possession now when he made Kimadi, now when he made the Neder. 
So therefore, it's not that I made a neder about something which belonged to you, and now it doesn't belong to you. This never belonged to you when I made the neder. Or even I made the neder, it wasn't yours because of Hefka. Or says Rashi, Amai Eno Yored. We'll see in the Gemara why he can't go into the field. By Amai Ochel. And why can he eat? In other words, there seems to be a here. Why can't he go into the field, but he can eat the fruits? What's Rashi's question? Ha'aranami dehefkeru. During Shemitah, it's not only the field, the fruits that are hefka, the land that the fruits are growing on also hefka. Because what is Shemitah? Shemitah is about making the land hefka. Right? The land becomes hefka. It's an interesting question that. Does a person lose his ownership on the land during Shemitah? Now, we know that a person, we say, we just come out of Shemitah now, and we know that all of us had fruits. So we publicize the fruits on our trees, come and take them, come and take them. Some halakhic like opinions, they put up a sign that you, the fruits in this house are hefka, come in and take them. But we never have actually spoke about the land being hefka. I still own my garden, I still own my backyard, it's still mine. According to this, it might even be that even the backyard is not mine. Okay. Where the they trees grow. to become yours. After Shemitah again. Uh, after Shemitah. After Shemitah, it becomes yours again. Opinion becomes a whole big. Uh, no, it doesn't. I, I, I don't think that it's a change of opinion because it's not that it isn't yours. It's that your rights are suspended. I would imagine. Okay. So therefore, yeah. they suspended the Hamishmita, and once Shmita's over, the rights are back to yours again. I, 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 I think you'd have to say that, right? So that yeah. was two. We saw he made a neder before Shmita. Mishnah says you can't even go into his field. Right, and you can't eat from the 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 the, the trees hanging over the fruits hanging over the wall. If you made a neder during shmita, you can't go into his field, right? Because you're getting hana from his field, but you can't eat the fruits leading over the wall. Then nadar himenu If you made a neder now only about foods, up until now the neder was a general neder. I am not getting hana from you. Therefore, even walking in your field was a problem for me. But if my whole neder was only about the fruit. I said, right, before the Shemitah year, that I won't get any fruit from you. Now, I don't food. So now, on Shemitah, you're ready to Now, on Shemitah year, I can walk into your field. Why? Because my whole neder was only not to get benefit from you. I mean, not to get, not to get food from you. So walking in your garden was never part of my neder. If I can walk through your garden, however, the eno ochel mina perot. Right, but I can't eat your fruits. I can't eat your fruits. I look at Rashi. Nadarimenu machal deshvit, avalo nadarimenu hanaa, but not general hanaa, only fruits. Lechi matishu when shmita comes around, you're red. I can walk in your field, but I can't eat. The halo hidiro eremina machal, because you only made an error on the fruits. Rashi reminds us, we said already early on, where we learned, we see the Gemara, that even though I made the Nedir before Shemitah, only about food, and now in Shemitah the fruits of Hefka, a, a person can ask for something, even when it was in Yerushut, and the issue remains, even when it's outside of Yerushut, it still remains in Asur to him. So in theory, even if you were to give your fruits to somebody else, they still say Asur to me. In theory. What about if you made that neder during, during Shemitah, not to get Hana'a from his foods? So then you're red v'ochel. You can even go into his garden because there's no problem going into his garden because the neder was only about not getting Hana'a from the foods, not, not getting Hana'a from the, the land. That's not a problem. And you can even eat. 
because the food before Shemitah was his, but on Shemitah when you made the net already wasn't his. So those fruits weren't included in your neder. You couldn't go into his house and eat the steak. But you can eat the fruits in the field. Look at the Rashi very quickly. Your red vochel, the achshav yatsamishto, they're already out of his yeshut. means another, another possibility, but he says, Velishna Kameikar, the first way explains it is the more preferential way. So uh, so he keeps it. Okay, let's go into the Gemara. Okay, we took a long time on the Mishnah, but it was worth it. We'll understand the Gemara better. Where now says, Rabu Shmuel Now, there's a Bach over here, and a Gahagahot Vitsunim, who make a Girsa change. I will confess, I made the change. I wrote into my Gemara with a change. And then I got stuck in the Sugya. So I don't understand the Sugya with the Girsa change. So I'm reading it without the Girsa change. Okay, that's... Uh, if anybody understands it better differently, I'm happy to have it explained to me. I can't work out the whole Gemara if you make that curious change. So Rav Shmuel, the Amitav Vayu, they make a Nedir. Rav Shmuel says as follows. If a person makes a Nedir and he says, Nechasim Eilu Alecha. These Nechasim. These. He singles out. That's why I used the example at the beginning of the Mishnah when a person makes a Nedir or a Nedava. Remember? A Nedir is... I will bring an animal to the Bad Amikdash. And the dava is that animal I'll bring into the Bad Amikdash. Okay, when I'm making a dava on that animal, if that animal dies, my dava is falling away. If I say I will bring an animal to the Bad Amikdash, and I go and I buy one and it dies, it doesn't matter, I've got to replace it with a new one. So yeah, similar idea. Similar, not exactly the same. The person makes a netter and he says, Nechasim eilu alecha Before Shmita, he singles out those particular assets of a fruits, foods, right, or asu, to me. So now, and you read the talks or he makes it to say, you can't get out now from them, you can't come into my field. It makes no difference, right? And you read the talks of Enochelminanotot, right? Afapishi Now, he made a nail before Shviit about particular things. You can't go into the guy's field and eat. And you can't eat even what's over the if it's leaning over the wall, it's outside his property. Even one Shvit comes along. Look at Rashi. Those. The words make no matter where they are. Those things are asked to me. All over wherever they are. Right? Uh, you can't eat even those that are hanging over the tree. Even the sweet now. However, this is Rabin Shmuel. If you made a nether during Shmit, during Shmita, right? Now look at Rash. Now it's not in his Rishut anymore. Then those fruits aren't his. They were never his any longer. A person can't make them asur on you because they're not his to make them asur and you can't make asur they aren't yours to make them asur. You can eat from the notot. You can't go into his field still. Rabbi, you can eat from the notot. So let's just understand what Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says as follows. When you say those, then if it's before Shemitah, you can't ever eat them, even during Shemitah. If it's on Shemitah, in Shemitah year, you made that near there, you can eat the fruit that are hanging out the wall. You can't go into his field. Okay, look at Rabbi Yochanan Meresh Lakish. Rabbi Meresh Lakish to Amrit Tarvaru, they both say, if a person says, Nichsei Alaich, or Nichsei Alaich, 
right? Nichasai, right? Nichasai alaych. I'll make sure I'm saying it right, right? So here the Gemara is talking about a neder where I make a neder on you, that you can't get Hanar from me. So in the first case I said, these fruits. Where Rabbi Yochanan is saying, my fruits. Not these, mine. Got the difference? Like a neder and a dava. And a dava is that animal, a neder is my animal. Any animal. So the first case, Rabbi Ravan Shmuel are saying, those. Rabbi Yochanan Shlaksha are saying, man. Right? If it's before Shvi'it, if he made, he made it before Shvi'it, he can't eat them, he can't go into the field, not, nothing whatsoever. Right? So far, it's exactly the same. He gives Shvi'it, now, when it's im, if it, right, he gear shvi'it. Now, it's not that he made the neder during shvi'it. We're talking about a situation where he made the neder before shvi'it, before shmita. So before shmita, he can't go into the field and he can't eat the food. Once shmita comes along, he still can't go into his field. Look at Rabu Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel say, even during Shemitah, if I made the letter before Shemitah, you can't go and you can't eat them. Rabbi Yochanan is lucky say that once Shemitah comes along, you can't go into the field, but if you can get to the fruits on the around the side, you can eat them. So let's understand the Machlut Rabbi Shmuel on the one hand, Rabbi Yochanan is lucky on the other hand. Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan are arguing about what happens to a guy who made a letter before Shemitah, and now Shemitah kicks in, can you eat the fruits now or not? Ravin will say, no. Makes no difference. You can't go into his field and you can't even pick them from the wall. And Yochanan says, you can't go into his field on Shemitah, but you can't pick them off from the wall. Everybody with me? Everybody clear on that? Say that again. Rav Ushmuel say that if I make a neder before Shemitah, now let's say it is, uh, I don't know, Nisan of the sixth year of the Shemitah cycle. I make a neder that you can't get any hana'a from those fruits of mine. Even though Shemitah comes along now, and those fruits of mine are hefka, you still can't eat them. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Rabu Shmuel, right, you can't eat them. Even if you don't walk through my field, even if you can get them hanging over the wall on the other side. Rabbi Yochanan says that if I made an, a, 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 a statement, my fruits, not those fruits, my fruits, at the moment, we think they're the same thing. At the moment, we think Rabbi Shmuel is saying the same thing, just they're using different phrases. Rabbi Yochanan and Lucky say that on Shemitah, you can eat the fruit. You can't walk through my field. But if you can get them on the side, you can eat my fruit. So the Machlokin Rabbi Shmuel, on the one hand, Rabbi Yochanan and Lucky, on the other hand, is what happens on the Shemitah year, during the Shemitah year, with regards to those fruits of mine, that you can get without coming through my field. I don't want you in my field, but what about the fruit? Rabbi Yochanan said, you can eat them. And Rabbi Shmuel said, you can't eat them. Everybody with me? Clear? Right. So the Gemara says, the Gemara thinks the mother is a machloket. This is the machloket between the two of them. The Rabbi Shmuel Savrei, Adam said, like Rashi pointed out in the Gemara, Rabbi Shmuel are saying what? That even though during, you made it before Shemitah, and before Shemitah they belong to me, during Shemitah they don't belong to me anymore, that's the difference. 
If I asked something of mine while it was in my reshut, that issue retains itself even when that fruit has left my reshut. And Rabbi Yochanan Meshlakish said, What you talking about? Says Rabbi Yochanan Meshlakish. You can make an issue on me as long as it's yours. But once it's not yours, it's not yours. The half the, I'm not saying exactly the same thing, but we had the same thing with a woman with a get. If a person gives a woman a get, it says, I'm giving you a get and you divorce from me on condition that you don't marry Chaim. Is it a get? No. Because a get created means you're gone. You're not in my reshut anymore. You can't dictate to me what happens after you've divorced me. So a similar thing over here. Rabbi Shmuel was saying, Rabbi Yochanan Shlach was saying, you can make a nether that something's asked to, to, that my fruits are asked to, to, to a guy, as long as they're yours. Once they're not yours, that issue disappears. And you gave them to somebody, you sold them to somebody, or, you, or someone stole them from you, even let's say, and he did a Kenyan in the Geneva, or you died and your children inherited them. Gone. So that's what the says. This, this is the Machlok. It's the Gemara of the Tizbara. You really think that we're able to say such a thing? Right? Look at Rashi here. The Baha'i time of Pliki. This is the Machloket. Doesn't make sense. How can this be the Machloket? The Tizbara. Me, Ike, Lamand, Amar. Ain't that was ever Shemesh Roshiyat Shemeshto? The Gemara asked the other way around. I made it sound like it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. How can you, Rabbi Yochanan Shlaki, say that once it's left my Roshut, you can still retain an issue? The Gemara says, is that the Machloket? In other words, do you think that Rabbi Shmuel would really argue with Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish? Does anybody argue with Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish that you can't? Of course you can retain an Isur. That's the Gemara's question. Is anybody who says that you can't retain that, that Isur? Right? In other words, to me it sounds like Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish's argument is a bit difficult to understand. The Gemara is saying, how can Rabbi Shmuel say, argue with Rabbi Yochanan? Everybody agrees that if you made a neder now, that that guy's reshut is nechassim or asur to you or yours asur to him. Even when they've changed reshut, they still asur. That's pashut. Look at Rashi, yeah? Sorry, 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 sorry. I got the other around. Okay, so I was right in being, in, in considering, okay. I, I, I was excited, I was, okay, I got it around. Correct, correct, correct. Right, I got the routine right. Right, because Rabbi Erchanan Eshlakish said, Nechse alechel ifnei shvi'it, and you're ready to talk to you. You're ready to talk to you. Rabbi Yochanan Eshlakish said that you can't. And Rabbi Shmuel says that you can ask you something. So that was, how can Rabbi Yochanan Eshlakish argue with Rabbi Shmuel? Right, not how can Rabbi Shmuel argue with Rabbi Yochanan Eshlakish. Thank you, thank you. The other way around. You all got that? You all followed my mistake? Right? Okay, good. Um... Uh, in other words, how can Rabbi Yochanan say that, right? Because if that was the case, and now you'll see why I couldn't make the Girsa change. Because I'll just tell you what the Girsa change was and should sharpen the quest, the, 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 the understanding of the Gemara. If you go back to the very first lines of the Gemara, it says, Rabbi Shmuel Amitarvayu, Lagota Bach wants to take out the word Nechasim Eilu and just say, Nechsai Alecha. But then, Alecha, and there's no difference between what Rabbi Shmuel is saying and what Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish is saying. Because it also says, Nechasai Alecha. So if they're not making any difference, they're saying exactly the same thing, then it's a real machloket. They're saying the same thing. And then what the Gemara is going to say now, for me, is difficult. Because the Gemara says, the Imkain, if you write, 
That's what Rabbi Yochanan is lucky to arguing about with Rabbi Shmuel. So niflegu benechasim elu. Then why don't Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yochanan is lucky to also say nechasim elu? Because look, Rabbi Shmuel say nechasim elu. These nechasim. Rabbi Yochanan is lucky to say to Amu Tarvayu nechasai alecha. The Gemara is starting to realize now that Rabbi Yochanan is not arguing with Rabbi Shmuel about nechasim elu on those nechasim. They're talking about nechasai, or my nechasim, my nechasim. And if it's my nechasim, what does it mean, my nechasim? My nechasim mean as long as they are mine. And therefore, Rabbi Yochanan and Rashlaki say, when it's no longer yours, they aren't asur. Because the whole net was only when they were nechasai. Where Rabbi Shmuel say, nechasim elu, those nechasim, they don't refer to them as being mine. They're saying those. Ah, what enabled them to make the nether in the first place? Because they were theirs. But the nether wasn't about them being theirs. It was about those fruits. That's more like a person saying a nether on an animal, right? That animal, as opposed to my nether. Same because of idea. So the Gemara says, if, that, if Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish already argued about Rabbi Yochanan, they should have argued beniflu benachasim elu. And then kol shekei b'nechasai. If they argue with Rabbi Yochanan, with Rabbi Shmuel about nechasim elu, then certainly if they said on nechasim elu, those nechasim, once the Shemitah kicks in, you can eat them, then it's pashut that on ma nechasim, if the nether was about ma nechasim, then once the, the Shemitah kicks in, you can eat them because they're no longer mine. Is that clear? Right? So therefore the two and furthermore, v'hat nan. So you want to say, Mark, that the reason why this can work is because, because it's going to come back to me. Yeah. It was only like at the moment the ownership is, is, uh, is suspended. Temporary, yeah. Okay. That's a so good Svara. Suspended temporarily. If somebody else came and took it, it would be theirs. If, it's, if it comes back to you because you've taken it. Because here Robert said, Robert said, it's not really temporarily suspended because if someone did take it, they don't take it back to you after Shemitah. As opposed to the land. And there was the difference between the land and the fruit. We had a previous discussion we early on with my father. Maybe there the land is suspended because the land, no one can take the land away from you. They can use the land, they can't take it. But the fruits they can actually, the metaltalin, they can actually take. So, uh, but you could still argue that maybe if they never took it, it would stay yours, come back to you after. But though, Robert, you want to say that it only came back to you because it was Hefka and you were calling the Hefka. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't see a Svari for what it is, but let's just quickly try and understand this. Look, we'll carry them. We'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll come clear off over the, over the, over the Amud. He says, if that was the case, the two, furthermore, the Gemara says, the first Mishnah that supports Rabbi Shmuel, that a person can say something when it's in his Rashut and it stays Asu even when it leaves his Rashut. It's not. Haomel beno, say to your son, Konam shatan neheneli. Okay, yeah, again, yeah, Mark, but look, yeah, it's never coming back to you though, because you're going to die. Right, look, yeah. Haomel, you say to your child that you can't get any hana'a from me, from, from, from me, and then, mate, then you die. You're a shenu, right, and he inherits you. Look at the, look at the Rashi for a moment, it came a little bit quicker. Uh, 
קונם, לבין לא שעשה, המלך בנו קונם שאתה נהנה לי, כלומר שאי אתה נהנה לי מכל נכסיי. עכשיו אם יוקום אין ענף אין יומעסת, מת ירשנו שלא אסר עליו אלא כל זמן שנכסים שלו, לפי חלק ירשנו. If, But if you say to your child, בחייו ובמותו, right, I mean, God forbid, the princess is your child, he makes a nether, you call any enough from my assets, whether I'm alive or whether I'm dead, right, even I'm dead, inmate, so now the father dies, לא ירשם, the son won't inherit him. So now why won't he inherit him? Really, api din Torah, the son inherits him. And now the father's gone, the assets are no longer in his, in his possession any longer. Right, look at Rashi there. If not dar bechayumoto, kevan to mefarish bemoto. Since he made it clear that he, this this never applies even after he dies, mate, if he does die, well, when he dies, lo yirashenu, doesn't inherit him. Alma, therefore we say, the adam oser davar shebrishuto lekeshiyetzei mishuto lachamoto. And also when it's gone out of his because once the father dies, it's gone. This is like a classic. You say rule from the grave, right? I often tell the story at these times. There was a, 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 a big, I've told this year many times. There was a, a guy, a frame. In fact, Mark, that's Leora's uh, family, I think her father's uncle, who owned a, one of the biggest textile companies in Africa. And uh, I mean, I'm not talking a shnohor about a guy. And this is a story that they say that he was apparently a, quite a kamtsan, he was very tight with his money. And uh, they caught him once sleeping in one of his factories. At night, he said, what do you want? I'm Mr. Framework, one of the richest, wealthiest Jews in South Africa. They said, well, you're sleeping in your factory at night. Look, he's, one of the machines might break down in the middle of the night. And therefore, you know, he figured that he should be there to make sure the machines break. They said, yeah, but, but yeah, you, well, what do you get all your money? You can't take it with you when you go. And Michael's laughing because he heard the story from me. He said, well, if I can't take it, then I'm not going. <laughs> right? And, uh, and the truth of is, the story is, that when he died, he left such a convoluted, complicated will that he basically, none of his family, any say in the business, he left only the business to a handful of directors that he had picked with instructions of what to do at every single turn. And the company eventually went insolvent. They couldn't do it. You, know, you can't run a company from your grave. But it seems over here that he must have learned the sugya, right? He didn't make it up. He was obviously a London and he had learned our film and he remembers the Dari Membet And he said, that's it. He'll decide. He'll make it in a diary. And then when he goes, uh, it's all done from the grave. So, so we see over here that, uh, that you can make a nether. So this supports, this supports Rav and Shmuel. Right? So the Gemara says that. The Gemara says that might be a little bit different. Why? Because there he specifically said, while he's alive and after he's dead. But the Gemara says, but it doesn't matter. It's still difficult. Right? Even though you might have tried to answer what I'm saying. Right? But it's still kashia. Right? The, 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 the question is there. Right? Look at Rashi. He says, you know, that might not be the greatest proof. You might say, that's not good. But I asked two questions, the Gemara says. The first question was, why aren't Rabbi Yochanan and Rash Lakish arguing with Rabbi Shmuel about nechasim elu? Why are they arguing about nechasai? My nechasai and not those nechasim. The Gemara says, like, Ella, benechasim elu, kula amelo pligi. The Gemara says, really, we're rephrasing the whole machloket now between Rabbi Shmuel on the one hand, Rabbi Yochanan Shlach on the other hand. When it comes to saying nechasim elu, if a person makes a neder on those specific things, 
Everybody agrees. There's no machloket on that whatsoever. Look at Rashi. The mashmer nechasim elul olam. That those nechasim they never they never uh, uh, release the isur. Keep pligi. Where's the machloket between Rabbi Shmuel? When we and, and Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish will be saying nechasai. That's what the machloket's about. Would even Rabbi Yochanan Shlakish agree with Rabbi Shmuel if you say nechasim elul these? The question is when you say nechasai. Look at Rashi. Yeah? Rabbi Yochanan is like he's sovereign. Hey, the Amar Nechasai. When the person says Nechasai, mine. So then, Ain Adam Oser. You don't know, Oser Sal even when leaves your shoot. The Nechasai Mashmur calls Banchayim Bishuti because the very word Nechasai, mine, means what? It's mine. Therefore, it's no longer mine. It's no longer mine. So come Shmita, it's not mine anymore. Well, I gave it to somebody else. It's not mine anymore. I sold it. It's not mine anymore. Rabbi Shmuel Sabrei. Rabbi Shmuel say no. Afilu Amar Nechasai. Even if he says nechasai, they still say amrinan adam or davar even when it leaves his rishut. That's where the Gemara is holding at the moment, right? And that is the machloket. Look in the Gemara. Shmuel says loshna nechasim loshna nechasai adam oser. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shlakish says nechasim elu adam oser nechasai ein adam oser. Okay, so that's basically the Gemara is summing up of where we are at the moment. The Gemara says really, umikel amanda amar loshna nechasim elu loshna nechasai. Because according to this, as far as Rabbi Shmuel are concerned, it doesn't make a difference. Rabbi Shmuel say that no matter whether you say Nechasim Eilu or you say Nechasai, whichever term you use, you still Asura forever. The Gemara says, how can it be? Is it such a thing that people don't make a distinction between those words? They truly believe in Quite the Mishnah again. Mishnah and Amasechta, Dafmen Vav. We'll see it in a few days. You make an edit to your friend. You say, right? He says, I won't get here. We're going to your house. Or from your field. Right? So what does it mean? Look at Rashi. As long as it's your house. That seems to be when as long as it's yours, the same the counter, the, the other side of the coin, to if I said, my house, my assets, nechasai. So I, if I would say, you can't come into my house, my house, I will go into your house, which implies as long as it's yours, correct? It's no longer yours, I can go in. It's your house I can't go into, not his house. If you sold it, I can go into that house. It's not the house I can't go into. Kevin shemait palabait, or shemacholet oto bait lacher. Says Rashi, Mutalik is when I sold it or, 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 or die, you go into it. The hash that is now it's no longer his. But Amar le bait ze shani nichnas. Right? But if, if he says, right, look back in the Mishnah. In the, in, uh, in, in the Actually, Rashi is really writing very nasty what you're doing in the Gemara. That's why I'm doing it in the Rashi, but you can follow in the Gemara as well. So, but Amar le bait ze, that hash shani nichnas. To have a mashman nechasim eidu, which sounds like those, not it. So the Gemara, Rashi explains very nasty, the Gemara's question. We see in the Mishnah, it does make a difference whether you say your house or the house. If it's your house, only what it's yours. If it's that house, even if you sold it, I can't get into it. So we see, it does make a difference if you say Nechasai, or Nechasim Eilu, man or those. So how can Rabbi, we say that Rabbi Shmuel, really the Machlokeri, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yochanan, 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 Rabb
whichever lashon you use. Doesn't make any sense. They're talking about different things. The one is talking about one set of circumstances, the other discussing another set of circumstances. They all agree with each other, but they aren't saying the same thing. The Gemara says, Ki amre Rabbi Yochanan Lakish ben Chasai. Rabbi Shmuel ben Chasim Elu, velo pligei. Rabbi Shmuel made a comment. What happens if a guy says, Nechasim Elu? Rabbi Yochanan Lakish speaking about a situation where a guy says, Nechasai. They weren't arguing with each other. Really, when it comes to Nechasim Elu, everyone agrees, Nechasim Elu, it's Asu forever. And if you say Nechasai, everyone agrees, Nechasai, it's, not, it's only Asu as long as it belongs to the guy himself. And there's no machlok between them, and the loch is pretty clear, and everybody is happy. Is that clear? Doesn't my nechasim include these nechasim? Yes, but only as, a, as, a long, only as long as they're mine. When you say nechasai, I'm including everything that I own in the world, but as long as it's mine. Once it's no longer mine, no longer mine. Nechasim okay. elu are those, even as long as, that's why I started off and used the example of the neder or nedava. When I say ally me, right, it's always the responsibility for me. As long as it's me, I've got a responsibility. If it's that, so if that dies, not. That's why there's a difference between mine and that. Same thing over here from the other perspective. When I say mine, as long as they're mine, that makes an issue on it, even if it's not mine any longer, that became asu. Which is interesting because we know that I can say, for example, make an error. I'm not making it. They say that I can never get her now from this iPhone. And I can never get Hana from this iPhone. But can I say you can never get Hana from this iPhone? It appears that I can. Yeah. Even if it's not mine. Even if it's not mine. I sold this iPhone out of somebody else. There's still a net. You can never get Hana from that iPhone, even if it's not yeah, mine. It's just, so in Shemitah, you should put up a sign that says, Konam, everything in this field to everybody. And then, but, and then. But you no can't. Because not, you, not yours. You can only make a net when it belonged to you. During Shemitah, before Shemitah, if before Shemitah you made such a neder that the whole world couldn't get Hana'a from these trees, except me, then it appears that, that there would be such a neder, right? You'd probably be considered a Russia, but uh, it probably be, probably work according to this Mishnah, you're right. Okay. Now we saw in the Mishnah that when you made uh, the neder, on Shemitah, you couldn't go into these fields, but you could eat the fruits that were over on the other side. The reason you could go into these fields was because you could get now from his fields, uh, even though we asked the question there, but aren't the fields also Mufkar or Hefka? But you could eat the fruits. So when it says, Mashnai Why are you allowed to eat the fruits hanging over the tree? Because they they Hefka. So if that's the case, Varanami Hefka, so I walk into his field, the land's also Hefka. That's exactly what Rashi referred to, this question in the Gemara. Right? The question is clear, correct? I don't understand. Why can't you eat over the wall? If it's Shemitah, the reason you can eat the fruit, because the fruit's Hefka. So why can't you walk in this field? The field is Hefka. Right? So Amar Ula, ilanot ala gvulim. So Ula says, what are we speaking about? That the trees are standing on the gvul, on the border. What does it mean? Look at Rashi. Lachutz. Because 
ועכשיו לא היה נכנס דרך אכילה. זה בלבו וינגולה. זה ז'ירות. We had this the other day as well. We had this on Shabbos, in fact, where we saw that the Gemara allows you to do things but the minimum. The Torah said you can use the fields, but the purpose of making the fields hefka wasn't that you lose ownership. It was that a person who got a right of way in order to get to the fruits, because the fruits are hefka. Therefore, if you can't get to the fruits to eat there, then what's the chap of fruits being hefka? So the Torah says, you're right, go walk through his fields, it's hefka for you to go and eat the fruits. But if you can eat the fruits without going through his field, then obviously God doesn't want anybody just walking through his fields. He'd prefer you not to. So if you can achieve the purpose from the outside, do it. And that's what Ullah says. That's the answer. Because these trees are on the border. But Anachinami says, Ullah, if the tree is right in the middle of the field, you can walk even into the field. What's that one? But isn't a land ownerless during Shvi'ed? So that's what he's saying. It's not ownerless. It's right. It's the use of the land is, is, is not limited. But Ullah gives any reason. He says, only because to enable you to go and get the fruits. Right? So if you don't have to go there, you don't have to go there. That's what Ullah says. Rabbi Shumel Yakim Amar. That's my namesake. Rabbi Shumel Yakim. What does he say? Amar. Gzaira Sheme Yishheba Amida. He says a little bit different. He takes it to look at Rashi. Hadi Tanyo Chemina Notot. Vadai Kedekamar. He agrees over there with Ullah. That they're staying in the fields. Mishum Shacholo Shit Yadobli Kachmi Bachut. Now, the way I explained, Ula, Ula would say that you, the reason why the Mishnah says don't go into the field, because you don't have to go into the field, but if you had to go into the field, according to Ula, you'd be able to go into the field. The machlok between Rabbi Yochan and Ula and Rabbi Shimon ben Eliakim is that look at the aval, Eino omdin lagvulin, Eino yored atoch sadehu, da asulo lered lesham. Right, he, Rabbi Shimon Yakim says, if you can't get to it, you still can't go in. Why? Because you're allowed to go in. Why are you allowed to go into his fields on Shemitah? It's Hefka. Why? Just to be able to get the fruits. The guy made a net there that you can't get any Hana from him. So normally you would have to even walk in his fields because that's getting Hana. Right? Walking through his fields. So to go and get the fruits, you're allowed to go and get the fruits because the field hefka from the angle of allowing you to go get the fruits. But once you've got the fruits, now you happen to enjoy his field and you like the shade and you want to park off and have a picnic on his ground. That says Rav Shumel Yakim, that's why you can't get in the first place because you might end up doing that. And then you're over the net. Look at Rashi. says, אכילה לא אפקרה, but the fields weren't hefka, you just go do it if you want in them. I think that sums up what we're discussing up until now about the ownership of the fields. The fields don't lose ownership, they're hefka for the right of use, it's a servitude, there's, there's a zikat hana'ah, and therefore although you've got a neder that's preventing you from getting hana'ah, that zikat hana'ah, which allows you the hana'ah, is only limited to eating the fruits. Because the fruits are hefka and you've got to be able to get there. 
Once you eat in the fruit, you can't use it anymore. So to get out, I imagine it's part of the same din, right? If you can get in, they're going to allow you to walk back. But that's if you go in, get the fruits and walk out. Once you stick around, that's not anymore part of the eating. And now you've got an, us, a, 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 a nether that you can't eat, you can't get out from our land. It'll be a problem. Read this, Mishnah. If you, if you make it from so you can't lend him anything, or you can't borrow from him, you can't lend him money, you can't sell him or, 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 or buy from him. Rashi just points out of here that the difference between Shayla borrowing is with regards to Kalim, with regards to utensils, and Ava'ah is with regards to money. We'll carry on tomorrow.